بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين uh, I'm sorry that I'm late uh, I was uh, in a hall and we had a program here in Ottawa I just arrived today afternoon and it took us some time to reach here and set it up so please accept my apologies uh, alhamdulillah uh, the connection seems okay working okay and we can start our reflections on the next monajat which is the whispered prayers of the people who are poor but everyone is poor other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ya ayyuhan nas antumul fuqara ilallah the fact is that these are the people who acknowledge their poverty because unfortunately many of us despite being completely poor we think that we are free from need and as soon as we gain either physical strengths or financial strengths or political strengths when we have some ability to do something then we think that we are uh, independent and we can rely on ourselves but the people who are using this whispered prayer to pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are the people who are completely aware of their need Imam Hussein alayhi salam in Dua'i Arafah says Ilahi anal faqeeru fi ghinai fa la akunu faqeeran fi faqri O Allah when I look at my richness when I look at, for example, my money, my health, my education, my, having children, having family, I realize that for all of these things, I am in need of your help, your support. So what about those things that I don't have? So everything that I have is from you. If I, for example, borrow money from a bank, I shouldn't feel rich. If I borrow $1 million from a bank, it doesn't mean that this is my money and I'm very rich, so I should... <laughs> not forget that this is the money that I have to give back and if a person has borrowed one million dollar and another one hundred thousand dollar we shouldn't think the one who has one million dollar is richer indeed the debt of this person is greater than the other person so when it comes to what we have we are completely dependent and poor so what about those things that we don't have there are many many things that we lack and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us. So, this munajat is very good to uh, make us aware of our limits, of our need, of our dependence of, on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And to actually use this understanding as a way to bring Allah's love and mercy to us. Again, Imam Hussain in Dua'i Arafah says, O oh Allah... I bring my poverty as a means to achieve your rahmah. So sometimes your poverty and acknowledgement of your poverty can be your wasila, can be a means to make Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala pleased with you and ask him for help and support. So let us start with this Munajatul Muftaqirin by reading the first sentence bismillahir rahmanir rahim 
الهی کسری لا یجبره الا لطفک و حنانک My Lord, my God, nothing will mend my brokenness, my fracture, but your gentleness, or it's better to say by your favor. Lord, fear means favor, means your attention, your care for me. Wahananuka, your love. So nothing other than your care and love can help me overcome my problems if a bone is broken and you want to mend it and bring it back and restore it so you need to have attention you need to have someone's help like a doctor who can help you so that you can recover your original shape of the bone for our psychological problems for our spiritual problem when we face difficulties and these difficulties sometimes are so strong that you face a kind of breakdown you need Allah's love to restore to gain back the power that you have lost to recover everything so kasri la yajburuhu illa lutfuk وَفَقْرِي لَا يُغْنِيهِ إِلَّا عَكْفُكَ وَإِحْسَانُكَ If you go to the next slide وَفَقْرِي لَا يُغْنِيهِ And my poverty cannot be stopped I cannot put an end to my poverty except if I receive عَكْفُكَ وَإِحْسَانُكَ If your affection and beneficence is there so no no one and nothing can free me of my poverty except your affection and beneficence because other people also are poor they don't have anything of their own if someone can help me it's not because he himself are, is helping me indeed help of people is also all dependent on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala anything that they have comes from him so you should not think that they are able to help you they themselves have complete need and complete complete dependence on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala my pride my fear cannot be still except through your security the security which you give you grant the protection that you give aman means protection means security so nothing can steal my pride my fear but your security Illa Sulpanuk. Dilla means lack of honor, lack of dignity, abasement. And Zalil is the one who has been humiliated, who has lost his honor and dignity. It's opposite to Aziz. And Zilla is opposite to Izzah. 
So, I know that if I have been left to myself, if it's me and what I really have from myself, I have nothing. So therefore I have no honor and no dignity unless you give it to me. A servant has nothing of himself. Everything that he has is from his master, from his mawla. So, Nothing can exalt my basement except your sovereignty. Omniya means my desire, my wish, my hope, my dream. What you are really interested in having, that is your omniya. La yuballigoniha, nothing can enable me to reach my hope, my desire, my dream. Illa fadluka, except your favor, your bounty, your blessing. So there is no way for me to achieve what I want to achieve, except to receive your bounty, your favor. If you are with me, and if you will help me, I can achieve what I want. Otherwise, I cannot. So, in these sentences, what we are doing is that we acknowledge our need. At the same time, we acknowledge the power of Allah, the ability of Allah to meet our needs. And thirdly, we request Allah that now that I am poor and you are rich and capable, so please help me to overcome my poverty. وَخَلَّتِي لَا يَسُدُّهَا إِلَّا قَوْلُكَ Nothing can remedy my lack, my breakdown, except your graciousness. Paul means graciousness, generosity. So now that I have problem, I have limitations, I have restrictions, I have empty hands, the only thing that can help me is if you are gracious and generous with me. No one can accomplish my need other than you. I cannot accomplish my need by myself. No one else can help me. They themselves have so many needs, so many problems, that they cannot do anything of their own. The only one who is able to help me, he himself has no need, and he has all the resources, all the power, all the energy, all the knowledge, and all the mercy and love and care, so he can help me. Because to help you need few things. To help you need to be rich. You need to be knowledgeable. Because if you don't have knowledge, you don't know who is in need of help. And you don't know how to help him. So you have to have resources. You have to have knowledge. At the same time, you have to have desire to help. If there is no love, no care, so you don't bother to help someone. Even if you have all the resources and even if you are aware of his need. So, Allah, who has all the knowledge and all the resources and is 
very much loving us, he would be naturally helping us without any hesitation. But if someone says, I don't need your help, I don't acknowledge you at all as a person who has the knowledge or who has the resources or who has love, I don't want you, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would not impose his help. So this is very important that we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for help. No one can accomplish my need and meet my need other than you. وَكَرْبِي لَا يُفَرَّجُهُ سَوَى رَحْمَتِكَ No one can relieve my stress, my distress, my grief, my tragic pain other than your mercy. There is no person, there is no source of support except your mercy. Your mercy can help me and can relieve me from all the distress and problem that I have. Dhur means like a kind of injury as we have in the slide or a kind of uh, miserable situation, condition that you have. When you suffer, when you are harmed, when you have problems, when you don't enjoy basically your life and your condition is terrible, then you need someone to come and put an end to your suffering. Your suffering needs help to be stopped. We say, No one can change, no one can remove this condition other than your ra'fa, your affection, your love, your clemency. This is very beautiful and I have quoted this in the book Self-Knowledge and some, some other places. It's a very interesting section. Wa is when you have burning thirst, when you are very thirsty and you feel that your liver is being burnt, you want some very cold water to drink. But if a person is thirsty for love, if a person is thirsty for attention and mercy, the only thing that can cool his burning thirst is vasluka, reaching you. It's only by reaching your beloved that your thirst can be uh, stopped. Imagine a person, for example, who has been living alone for a long time. So he's very much uh, um, frightened, very much full of fear, and he loves to meet someone who is kind and can provide him with attention and care and speak to him so that he doesn't feel lonely. Our situation is like this. We have thirst for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have thirst for his love and mercy, and therefore unless we reach him, we would always suffer from this thirst. Cool 
nothing can cool my burning thirst but reaching you. Walawati la yutfiha illa liqa'uk. The heat, the fire which is inside me cannot be quenched, cannot be extinguished except through meeting you, liqa'uk. It is only by meeting you that this fire can be extinguished. وَشَوْقِ إِلَيْكَ لَا يَبُلُّهُ إِلَّا النَّظَرُ إِلَىٰ وَجْهِكَ Nothing can damp my yearning but gazing upon your face. We have already talked about the concept of Vajhullah. What does Vajhullah mean? What does face of God mean? It doesn't mean physical face. As we said many times, it means that aspect of the reality of the world that if you look at it you are encountering with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and as we said everything has this capacity to be bachullah you have to look at them properly if your attitude is alright everything will be bachullah because everything would show you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and through everything you can have encounter with Allah who is their creator so Shawqi alike, my yearning for you, my thirst for reaching you cannot be stopped unless I gaze upon your face, I look at you and stare at your face. Wakarari la yaqirro duna dunawimank. My settling place cannot be settled by anything without closeness to you the only time I can relax I can settle is when I am close to you anything lower than that would not be convenient I feel that I am still in journey I'm still on my way I'm still in transient situation the only time that I can settle I can say Alhamdulillah now the worries are over and the journey is coming to an end is when you are close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of course even closeness to Allah has some levels and therefore as long as you are alive you keep going on but after a certain level of closeness to Allah then your worries would be reduced you start enjoying this closeness like a person who wants to for example go to uh, see for example the king from a very far place before reaching the palace of the king as soon as he starts seeing the palace he feel that oh alhamdulillah now I am reaching or if you want to go for example to visit Imam Raza salam, you know in the past when uh, people used to go by bus from Neishabur. I still some people go from that route. So there was a place that few kilometers before reaching Mashhad, when you are reaching that hill, you would see the shrine of Imam Raza So although you have not reached, but you become happy. People say salawat and give sometimes gift, you know, to the driver 
because the driver has taken them to a place that now they can feel the closeness to the Shari. So, when we move towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we never end our journey. Our journey goes on forever because Allah is infinite and Allah is absolutely perfect. So, we can always go on and on and on. But, after reaching some level of perfection, you start seeing the face of God. You start enjoying yourself. Some of your worries would be reduced or stopped. Therefore, you will settle. So, we say nothing settles my settling place except closeness to you. وَلَهْفَتِي لَا يَرُدُّهَا إِلَّا رَوْحُكَ Nothing allay my worry but your repose. وَسُقْمِي لَا يَشْفِيهِ إِلَّا طِبُّكَ My illness, سُقْم means illness, opposite to health. Shifa means cure, treat, healing. And طِب means medicine. So nothing can cure my illness but your medicine means for type of illness that I have it's only your medicine that can help me and indeed the medicine is nothing other than Allah himself as we say we say oh the one whose name is medicine and whose remembrance is healing because our illness starts when we forget Allah, when we are far from Allah. And healing is to remember Him and to get close to Him. So it is only one medicine which can help to get rid of our illness. And that medicine is remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So nothing cures my illness but your medicine. وَغَمِّ لَا يُزِيلُهُ إِلَّا قُرْبُكَ Nothing can eliminate my grief except your nearness. Our grief is not caused because of lack of, I don't know, money or, for example, lack of support or because people are not kind with me. This is not the main source of the grief. You can have all these things and still be happy. Our grief is when we are not connected to Allah. If you are connected to Allah, nothing can make you unhappy. Therefore we say, وَغَمِّي My grief, la yuzilahu, Nothing can stop it, can eliminate it. إِلَّا قُرْبُكَ Except your nearness. وَجُرْحِي my injuries, my wound cannot be healed except by your forgiveness. If you forgive me, then everything will be alright. If you don't forget me, then remembering what opportunities I have lost, what damages I have caused, would bring such a pain that I would never you know, forget and I would never enjoy my life. So nothing can heal my wound 
but your forgiveness. وَرَيْنُ قَلْبِي لَا يَجْلُوهُ إِلَّا عَفُّكَ Rain is the condition of metal when there is rust and erosion. So nothing can remove the rust on my heart but your forgiveness, your pardon. Because every sin darkens the heart. So when we uh, commit a sin, our heart becomes dark. It's like putting a black spot on a white piece of clothes. So to make it again shining, you need to remove that sin. But how can we remove a sin which is committed? We have to ask for forgiveness. If it is forgiven, if we do our best to compensate, then inshallah that darkness will go away. It is only your pardon that can polish and uh, make it again shining. Vavaswaso Sadri La Yuri Hohu Sari La Yuzi Hohu Illa Amroka. Nothing can remove, can banish the confusing thoughts. Vaswas means some doubts which are always there and you can never overcome. It's not really based on some evidence. There is no really reason for having this doubt. But you cannot make up your mind. You, your worries would not stop. These are confusing thoughts that come to your mind. So we say nothing can banish the confusing thoughts from my chest except your amrok, your command or your affair. is something which comes from you can help me to overcome this problem. فَيَا مُنْتَهَا أَمَلِ الْآمِدِينَ Oh, utmost hope of those who have hope. There are many people who have hope. Someone hopes because he has his parents to help him. Someone, uh, sometimes a person has hope because he has, I don't know, employee and a staff to help him. He has soldiers, he has army, he has money. So people have different reasons for being hopeful. But... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the best source of hope for those who are hopeful. He is the utmost hope of those who are hopeful. وَيَا غَايَةَ سُؤْلَ السَّائِلِينَ the one who is the ultimate demand of those who ask. Those who ask for something. Those who are in need of something. They may ask different things. They may be in need of different things. But the best thing, the highest thing that you can ask is Allah Himself. No one has ever asked something more precious than Allah Himself. So if you are clever, instead of asking little things, you ask the most important, the most valuable thing, which is Allah Himself. So Allah is He is the ultimate demand of those who ask and request. Oh, furthest request 
of those who request so anyone who has a request his request would not be comparable to the request of a person who loves Allah and tries to reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala وَيَا أَعْلَى رَغْبَةَ الرَّاغْبِينَ highest desire of the people who desire for something anyone who has desire for something his desire cannot be compared to the desire of a lover of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who desires to be with him rather than be with some money or position or with some people O patron or guardian of the righteous people everyone looks for some helper for some supporter for some guardian but those who are righteous they don't be looking for anything other than Allah no guardian other than Allah no support other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because they know that he is the only one who can really help and who can really put an end to our problems and solve our problems otherwise other people either they don't know what to do or they don't have enough resources to do what we are in need of having and therefore we should invest more on asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rather than spending our energy to try to see if other people can help us O security, O protection of those who are in the condition of fear they are terrorized, they are fearful O responder to the supplication of the desperate people, distressed people, those who really don't know what to do. Sometimes a condition comes that you are left without any choice. You don't know what to do. This is a tharar. If a person is in this condition that he has no hope in anyone other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his prayer would be certainly accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah says in the Quran, so here we say ya mutarrin oh the one who responds who answers to the call of the people who are desperate and distressed oh storehouse or oh, reserve of the destitute the people who have nothing Mu'adam is the one who has nothing is very poor is lacking what he needs Allah is the reserve Allah is the store house as the translator has put here but perhaps the reserve is better of such people it means that everything that you want is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because he has the treasures of everything O treasure of the people who are in a very miserable condition O help of those who seek help O the one who comes to rescue the people who are desperate 
and they call and cry for help. Mustaghith is the one who calls for help and asks everyone to come and help him. وَيَا قَابِيَ حَوَائِجِ الْفُقَرَاءِ وَالْمَسَاكِينَ Oh, the one who accomplishes the needs of the poor and the miserable people. وَيَا أَكْرَمَ الْأَكْرَمِينَ Oh, most generous of the most generous. Akram means more generous or most generous depending on how it is used so among the people who are the best in generosity still Allah is not comparable to them he is Akramul Akramin the most generous of the most generous he is the most merciful of the merciful to you is my humble subjection and request. I don't take my request to anyone else. Although I am poor, I am needy, I am not arrogant. But why I should take my hajat to someone other than you? They have their own problems, they have their own limits. And sometimes if I mention my problems to them, they may take advantage. They may always keep telling me, you remember you had this problem? So it's better to take your problem to Allah who has all the reasons to help you and is not never going to use this against you. To you is my humble subjection and request. And to you is my pleading and imploring. Only to you. When you bring before the noun which is normally the beginning of the sentence it is to show exclusiveness so it means that I only have my pleading and imploring to you not to anyone else of course I have been telling you in the past that mu'mineen are exceptions to mention your hajat to mu'mineen is in a way asking Allah for help because you can trust mu'mineen they are never going to misuse this they are not going to take advantage and if a mu'min is asked for help indeed he is doing what he can do with the blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes Allah through mu'mineen would guide you would help you so mu'mineen should not be hesitant to mention what they need from their brothers and sisters of course if they cannot sort it out by themselves so either you only mention to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or the, to the people who are close to Allah and this is why we do tawassul to Ahlul Bayt because this is one way of asking Allah himself but in an indirect way as'aluka and tunilani min rawhi ridwanik tunil from anala yunilo means to make something rich make something come to you so I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to let me reach what I want 
what is what I want? In this case, what I want is I want the repose of your pleasure. I want to be happy to know that you are pleased with me. This is the greatest joy that Allah is pleased with you. And this is why in heaven, among all the blessings that the people of heaven have, Quran says, min Allah Akbar. So I want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to let me attain the repose of his pleasure. Please keep it continuous. Keep it going on. All the blessings that you have given me, all the things by which you have obliged me, please let it continue. Don't let it die or stop. To make constant toward me the favors of your kindness. And here am I standing in front of the gate of your generosity. When a beggar comes to someone's house, then you cannot refuse to help if you are a noble person, if you are a generous person, if you are a kind person. You never send back a person who has come to you with the hope that you are going to help him. Especially if you have been helping him in the past, he has already experienced your love, your support. You are not going to disappoint him when he comes to you again. So now I am standing in front of the door of your generosity. So please do not send me back. I am trying to expose myself to the breezes of your kindness and goodness as if Allah's support and Allah's love Allah's kindness is coming like a breeze and I am exposing myself I want to benefit from this breeze which is coming I am holding fast to your strong rope this rope is so strong that if all humanity hold onto it, grasp it, they all can be saved. I am grasping to your firm handle, which is indeed the firmest. Al-Wuthqa means the firmest handle. Ilahirham abdaka dalil. O oh Allah, please have mercy upon your lowly, your humble slave or servant. The one whose tongue is suffering from blockage, cannot speak, cannot express himself. Who has little actions, his good actions are very few. Please oblige him, bestow your favors upon him through your generosity, which is great. Please shelter him, provide him with the shadow of your support. When you are under heat of sun, you are looking for some shadow 
what shadow can be provided better than the shadow of Allah's love and support? So please shelter me under your shade, which is Vali, means Vali, means it's very uh, inclusive, very extended, so it covers all the area that needs to be covered. Ya Karimu, Ya Jamil, oh the one who is generous or noble. Karim can mean generous or can mean noble, honorable, and Jamil means beautiful. Ya Arham Rahamin, oh the most merciful of the merciful. So I try to be quick because uh, it was not. Uh, Necessary to have it in two sessions, but although it was more than one session, but anyway, we finished it. So, the idea that you can very strongly uh, feel and witness in this monajat is to acknowledge our poverty first, to acknowledge Allah's generosity and richness. And third, to make a request, the request of the most needy, the neediest person to the richest one. The one who has absolute need, he has nothing of his own, to the one who has absolute richness. So, this is a very logical way to convince that we have to go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and inshallah Allah is going to help us because I have no other way no other one to help me and he has all the reasons to help me so as you see this poverty by itself has become an argument in our favor a way to ask Allah and a way to make sure that he's not going to disappoint. And this is what, as I said, Imam Hussain says in Dua Arafah when he says, Inni atawassalu ilayka bifaqri. Okay, and this is very beautiful that poverty by itself can become a means to become rich. Those who are poor and they understand they're poor, indeed they are very rich but this richness is not from themselves it's from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala okay uh, let us see what questions we have here the first question by praying like this is it possible someone can become lazy and depend on allah without any effort on his part it is true that some people unfortunately have misunderstanding of prayer of trusting Allah and they think that they shouldn't do anything or they don't need to do anything because they are poor they are unable and everything lies in hands of Allah but this is a misunderstanding the proper understanding is that you understand that you have nothing therefore you try hard to please Allah to help you you cannot please him by being lazy. You cannot please him by not doing good things or, now, doing bad things. A poor person 
tries to do his best to please the one who is rich and can help him. If you have this proper understanding, then you never become uh, lazy. But you are right, sometimes people have misunderstanding and they become lazy. Uh, it seems that we have no other question and already our time is over. So I seek your permission and uh, say goodbye to you. Again, sorry for the late beginning and I hope that instead our quality was better than uh, previous uh, session. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be your support. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enable you to have a very blessed life under his provision. And may Allah inshallah heal and cure all the brothers and sisters who are ill. May Allah make all the poor people rich. May Allah give safety and security and protection to all the people who live under fear and terror. And may Allah make our Imam Zaman inshallah happy and pleased with us. Thank you very much for your attention. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillah rabbil alamin.